Jesus' name. Let's appreciate the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for that testimony. We pray that we shall have more testimonies of that kind and more and bigger in an increasing measure in our lives. As you use Susan to heal that lady together with my wife, you will use all of them, Father, to bring healing, healing to the bodies of the sick. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you notice I was not involved in that prayer? Was I the one who prayed for that person? These the two of you who prayed for that person. Then you went and prayed. So you can heal the sick. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, heal the sick. Heal the sick. Do you know the only, the only part where um, I'm going to see these wonderful children. The only place where scripture talks about um, praying for the sick is where the Bible says, I think it's the book of James, it says if there's any sick among you, let him call for the elders and the elders will pray for him. Amen. And um, the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. Let me show you that scripture. Turn to your neighbor say, neighbor, God expects you to heal the sick. God expects you to heal the sick. Alright, let's go there. It's the book of um, James. Hallelujah. Chapter 5, verse 14. Verse, let's start from verse 13. James chapter 5, verse 13. You can look into your Bible if you have one. If your neighbor has one. If not, you can see the screen. If not, you can just look where it is close to you. The Bible says what? Is anyone among you suffering? Let him. Not your neighbor as a neighbor. No, give me, give me King James. King James. King James. Quickly, 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 quickly. Is anyone among you, is any among you afflicted? So if you are afflicted by anything, what should you do? As he say you cry. As he say you complain. What do you do? You pray. That is the solution. Let him pray. Is anyone joyful or merry or happy? Let him do what? Sing psalms. Next verse. Okay. Is any sick among you? Let him do what? Call for the of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The anointing. Hallelujah. So if, if anyone is sick, oh yeah, you've gone now. If anyone is sick, let him call for the elders. The elders are not the old people in the church. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, are you an elder? What is the answer? David, <laughs> don't say yes before. Let me read for you. <laughs> it is where we get, it is the word presbyteros. Have you ever heard of presbytery or presbyterian? It means a presbyter, a senior. It is usually used interchangeably with pastor sometimes. Or someone who's senior in the faith or mature in the faith. It has nothing to do with age. You can be 25 and a very serious elder. Amen. So when, when they come to you, you should be able to heal them. Praise God. You don't start complaining with them. And say, now what will you do? Such questions cannot be asked. You heal the sick. 
my brother, is everything okay? It's good, eh? Malim, we will pray for them. You go with them. All right. Then, just the time you take, then you come. You join us. Hallelujah. But I feel like you should hear today's teaching. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say, I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to die. I refuse to fail. I succeed. I prosper. I live in health. In the name of Jesus. What you do not resist has a right to stay. Are we together? What you do not resist has a right to say. Even the Bible says, submit yourselves to God. Then resist the devil and he will flee. Let's look at that scripture. James. Is it James or is it Peter? No, it's James. Chapter 4. Verse verse 6 into verse 7. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at it. He says, but he gives more grace. Say, God gives more grace. Do you know what you need? Ah, I have many things to tell you. Do you know what you need is more grace? Grace is ability, is influence, is capacity. When something is difficult, don't say God is what you need. Collect more grace. Wherefore, he says, God resists there. God resists there. Uh, pride in soil is what? Kiburi. Who can fight God and win? So God will fight you if you are proud. And let's see if you can win God. Once you win, come and tell us. Then he says, but gives grace to the more ability, more capacity to the what? To the humble. Now, look at it. Submit yourselves therefore to who? Then? And he will flee. You cannot resist without submitting. Don't tell you about your neighbor. You cannot resist. Without submitting. Have you seen the people, people who live their lives? Anyhow, anyhow. Then they come and say, In the name of Jesus, I command you. They will laugh at you. Because you are not submitted. And if you submit yourselves to God, you will resist and the enemy will flee. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You cannot effectively resist if you are not submitted. The more submitted to God you are, by being submitted to his word and his spirit, the more easily you will resist the enemy and the faster he will flee. In fact, if you just go home with that, you're good. Just go and immerse yourself in God. And then you can resist. Why does he say resist? Because he comes. He comes. Let's look at this scripture. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. First Peter 5, verse 8. First Peter 5, verse 8. Be sober. Say, I'm sober. I'm sober. Be vigilant. Being vigilant is being alert. Because why? Why should you be sober and be alert? So you have an enemy. He's not people. He's the devil. Your adversary, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may 
So he's looking, where can I find someone to devour? It is whom he may devour. So he devours people. What can I destroy? Jesus Christ said, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10, 10. So he's looking, where can I destroy? So where you see stealing, killing, destruction, that is the enemy's work. Are you together? So he's looking for whom he may divorce. So he will come. But you must resist him. Say, resist the devil. That is why when challenges come, you do not keep quiet. You speak. You speak the word. You resist it. If you're having trouble sleeping at night, you use the name of Jesus. You resist him. If there's pain in your body, you use the name of Jesus. You resist him. Hallelujah. If your, 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 your life is going in a direction that you don't like, and you've checked yourself and you're doing everything right according to you and God, use the name of Jesus. Resist him. Do the word. Glory to God. Resist the enemy. Resist him. What you don't resist has a right to stay. You must learn how to resist him. He comes to your family. He comes to bring destruction and disorganization and division. You must resist him. You must resist him. Glory to God. Because you won't go if you don't resist. Can we collect this, our brother? I think teacher, you can, you can go with them. Him is good. Can stay with you. Ataka kweli? Ataka. So, volume is okay. There's something I want you to hear. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for children. They're all blessed. How many of you when you were young you were in church? Hey, your parents did a good job, eh? Say a prayer for your parents. Thank God for them now. Whether they are alive or not, just thank God. Father, we thank you for our parents that taught us your ways. Oh yeah, pray now. Why are you looking at me? Pray for your parents. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Pray for them. Whether they are alive or not. If they took you to church, not if they took you to shrine. Thank you for our parents, Father. Open your mouth and pray. Thank you. Because they brought us up in your ways. In the name of Jesus. They are blessed where they are. You know it is not easy to raise children in the ways of God. Unless all is well. Glory to God. So today I'm going to teach you about the nature of man. Say the nature of man. Yeah, the nature of man. You said I had not taught you, right? Is that what you said? Pastor Leon, is it true? They said I have not taught it this month. Okay. Is it true? Huh? Have I taught? Elder. Huh? <laughs> we will heal the sick. I'm telling you. That is our work. Amen. We must heal the sick. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. All right. Let's go to John chapter 4, verse 24. Shiloh, today you have to be very fast. Receive speed, graceful speed. God is a? Oh, yeah. Be here now. God is a what? What is spirit? You know, we just say, we, we quote scripture, we don't understand. What is spirit? Huh? Wind? Numa, I know that's the word. So, what is Numa? 
is Numa. I know. P N E U M A. That's the Greek word Numa, which means you said it, wind. So this one is just describing. That is why it doesn't say God is spirit. It, it says is a spirit, meaning it is a description. Because God truly cannot be described in terms. So he's using language that you can understand. So God is like wind. Spirit means wind. Cannot be seen, not touched, but can be felt. Or what you say is not apparent, easily apparent easily clear to the natural senses. You understand? In other words, if you, you want to touch God, you don't necessarily you know, unless he manifests himself the way he did in the Bible as Jesus Christ. Are you together? Are you together? So, spirit is from the Greek word wind, meaning you, 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 you can't really touch it. You can't really put your finger on it physically. But it is, it exists. Let me show you something that Jesus Christ said. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of um, John. John. Chapter 3, verse 1. John 3, verse 1. John 3, verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named who? Who here is named Nicodemus? Okay. A ruler, there's nothing wrong with that name. A ruler of the? Uh -huh. the the same came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, that is teacher, we know that you are a what? Come from God. For no man can do these miracles that you do except God be with. Mm -hmm. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily I say unto you, except a man be born, he cannot do what? Read it now. Look in your Bible. Read it. If you have a Bible, let's read. One, two, three, go. Yes. Now, go on. Go on. Yes. How can he enter? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? No. Next verse. Just answered verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Uh -huh. That is the word of the Spirit. That which is born of the flesh is? Flesh. Now notice here. We're going to look at it. That which is born of the Spirit is? Spirit. Mark that verse. That which is born of the flesh is? Flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is? Spirit. God is a? Spirit. We'll come back. Next verse. Marvel not, I said unto you, you must be born again. Mm -hmm. The wind blows where it listeth, where it wants. And you hear the sound of the wind, but you can't tell where it is coming from. Do you see that? And where it goes. Do you see that? So is everyone born of there? He's explaining spirit. He's explaining spirit. It blows wherever it wants. It blows wherever. Hallelujah. Whatsoever is born of spirit is spirit. So John chapter 4 verse 24. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in. Let's go to John chapter 1. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 verse 10. Let's pay attention. John 1 verse 
number 10. He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. Next verse. He came unto his own and, to his, and his own received him. Uh-huh. But as many, say as many, as received him, to them, to them gave he power to become sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Uh-huh. Touch your neighbor say neighbor. Pay attention. You are a spirit. You remember that? Yeah. Which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of, but of, so you are born of God. Ah, say I'm born of God. I'm born of God. And God is a, and whatsoever is born of spirit is, so you are a spirit. Have you seen? You are a spirit. You are a spirit being. That is actually the core of your nature. So man is a spirit. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly as a whole, not in part. What does it mean holy? And I pray your whole spirit, say spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the nature of man. Man is a spirit. Has a soul. Lives in a body. Say man is a spirit. Has a soul. Lives in a body. Hallelujah. Please give me a song. Okay? He's the word of that. He's a spirit man. And he's receiving the word. That's why he's enjoying it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Where do we start? Chapter 1, verse 26. We looked at this, I think, on Wednesday. This is 126. And God said, let us make man in our... Image. What is Image. You look in the mirror, you see your what? After our? We said image is how you look. Likeness is function. So God made man to look like him and to function like him. Don't forget that. That's very important. God made you and I to look like him and to function like him. So you not only look like him, but you, oper you should operate like him. He says, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Yeah. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, male and he female, created he them. Are we together till there? All right. Let's go to chapter 2. I remember they used to say two accounts of creation. There are no two accounts. Did you do theory? Huh? How come there are two accounts of creation? Two verse seven. Verse seven. Aye. So men. If you have Bible, you can look at yours. No problem. It's the same thing. You're not. Let's read. One, three, go. And breathe into his nostrils the breath of life, 
and man became a living soul. So God created man his image and likeness, but here he's talking about forming. Forming means he took some material and formed. So this is talking about the body of the man because it is what came from the dust, this flesh. Then he blew the man that he formed, created in his image and likeness into, that's called the breath of life. Are you together? That's what he blew into the man that he formed from the dust. So he, he made the out, outer man from the dust, this body. That's why the body, we, when, when, uh, when someone passes on, the body decays and goes to dust. It withers. Because that's where it came from. Are you together? But really, the spirit man does not decay. Neither does he die. Neither does he stop existing. Because he came from God, his image and likeness. And because he's born of the spirit, his spirit. And because God is eternal, the spirit too is eternal. So whether the person goes to heaven or hell, he will be there for eternity. There is no ending. Are you together? Because they, at the core of the nature, it is of God. It is an eternal spirit. So that's what he blew into the man that he formed from the dust. The, <coughs> sorry. Then when the spirit that was formed, that was created in God's image and likeness, contacted the body from the dust, that contact is what made man a living soul. In other words, he has life. How can I explain this? In simple terms, the interaction of spirit and body produce soul. In simple terms. I'm using language that you can understand. Are you together? So now man, the essence, this, this living soul, living soul, this part living, is talking about the spirit of the man. It is what carries the life essence that flows through the man. Are we together? Are we together? And, and, and when man sinned, he fell. Meaning, this, this is no longer where he operated from. He now operated from the soul. But truly, God is not soul. God is spirit. Are you together? So when, when man fell, his spirit became dormant. It's not that it, it stopped existing. That's why you say that a, a person is spiritually dead. It means his spirit man is dormant. He's not born again. Until he gets born again, then his spirit man comes alive. Are we together? Praise God. Now, so this explains the nature of man. Because God... Is also triune in nature. There's God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So there's also man, spirit, soul, and body. Because God has to, he, he functions, and he wants creation to function like him. And you being his ultimate creation, you must function almost to the T like him. Are you together? Almost to the last detail like him. Praise God. Because he made you in his image to look like, and likeness to function like him. Praise God. You are not your body. You are not your? Now, you see, what, what, what deception is, deception is to take care of your body at the expense of your spirit. Can I even say something here that might look a bit trivial, but it's not? The things of life are not designed to give you anything. They are not. Because life itself is a person. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Why? Because from the very beginning, God is spirit, man was made as a spirit being. So there's nothing that from, can come from this earth that can add you anything. There's nothing. Are you together? It is true. Nothing can add you anything. So unless a man finds himself in Christ, he cannot live. He's not living to begin with. 
That's why he says, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the, God, uh, the kingdom of God. Because seeing in God's kingdom is the precursor to experiencing. Are you understand? What don't you do by neighbor? You're a spirit being. Because you're just like God. Hallelujah. So when you're born again, we're talking about new creation realities. Look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Let's go there very quickly. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, say therefore. If any man be in who? He is a new? Not a refurbished creature. A new. New. All things are passed away. What does it mean to pass away? To die. All things have died. Behold, that is see. All things have become new. So if you are in Christ, the day you get born again, the day you come into Christ, you are a new creature. Look at it. Next verse. And all these new things that you are now are of God. So, if you're in Christ, you are a new creature. Not, not physically in the body. Because I'm sure if you go born again, none of you grew maybe an inch taller. Your hair didn't grow because you got born again. Ama, you grew taller because unless it was a miracle. That is a separate issue. Amen. I'm sure some of you did not become darker or lighter when you got born again. Because what was taking place as a change is not the physical appearance. It is this man who is in Christ. It is the spirit of the man that gets regenerated. And now has the life and nature of God. And then comes into oneness with God. And then now there's no separating God and that man. So it is one spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Take us to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 17. Speed, speed. You have gotten speed today. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one. Turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor. If you're born again. You are joined to the Lord. Therefore, you are one spirit with God. What does it mean to be one? Maybe I should demonstrate to you. Allow me to demonstrate with this. Oh, see, you, you came to class. Teacher, isn't it good to have practicals? Teacher Derek and teacher Terry. Isn't it good? So this is you that I'm drinking. Don't lose the, the goal, eh? So this is uh, a spirit that was dormant before you go born again. It is there, but it's not active. It can't contact anything. Because it is spiritually, what you call spiritually? Dead. It has to be made alive. Let's go to um, Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 6. I want to show you something quickly. And he raised us up to. Oh, yeah. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Even when we were dead, dead in sins, he quickened us together with. He made us alive together with. But you are working, going to the bank, going to school. Why were you being made alive? Because spiritually, you were dead. Dormant. Amen. So this was the state of that man. Now, Jesus Christ comes because you, your spirit man, you can open. Open Jesus there. Praise God. Then this is, this is you. Let me drink myself a bit more. Mm -hmm. 
This is this is Pastor Frank before he got born again. Then this is Jesus. And do you know the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Christ? So he's he's one person. Jesus, God the Father, Holy Spirit, he's just one person. So yeah. Please, please, come and hold me. Let me hold Jesus. So he comes and he's joined together with with Pastor Frank. Alright? So this is Pastor Frank and Jesus. Now I want you to separate me from Jesus that has entered. How can you separate? Just try. It's a serious it is impossible. It, it is this is the oneness you have now enjoyed. So now you this is one spirit, it's not two. It is a joining of the Lord and you. That's why you say God lives in me. This is what he's talking about. It is one spirit, it's not two spirits. This Okay. It's not two spirits discussing. This is one spirit. This is your oneness. With Right, so this is you and God as one. So this is the state of your spirit. So even when you say, ah, this, I'm trying to jump out of myself. So this is the state of your spirit. Alright? But then you have a soul. Say soul. Soul is descriptive of the the mind and the human will and your emotions. Have you ever felt happy, felt sad? All those are operations of your soul. The will. You decided to wear blue today. You said to wear black. God, I'm sure God didn't tell you to wear black. Some of you maybe God did, maybe God did not. Doesn't really matter. You just dress the way you like. Amen. An act of your will. Of your? Yesterday you decided to eat ugali instead of rice. That was an act of your? Will. It's actually what makes you a man because you have will, free will to choose your life, to choose your destiny. So that's why God waits for you to choose him because you have a will. Then you have emotions which God has too. Sadness. God gets angry. Are you aware of that? Uh-huh. Joy. I mean, joy, joy is expressed through, la- through, through happiness as an emotion, through laughter as an emotion. Sometimes you even dance because of joy. Have you ever had some news? You started dancing in the house. Maybe you, you, your team has scored. You're dancing. Or your team has lost. You're sad. All those are emotions. Those are functions of the soul. They were not born again. Because the, what, the part that got born again is the you that I've shown you. The spirit man. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, come I demonstrate something. Come. Who else can come? 
Eliud, come. And you, my brother, come. 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 So this is Sammy. Stand in front. Face that way. And then stand in front of him. No, just Mbele Sammy. Then you face that way. Then Mbele You face that way. So this is the nature of man. Are you together? You can see me? This is a spirit. Say spirit. So let's say this person, okay, let's say this is Eliud. This is the person that you see. Alright? But truly, he has a spirit. This is the real him. This is the spirit of Eliud. This is the soul of Eliud. And this is the body of Eliud. Are you together? So the person that gets born again is not this body of Eliud. It is his spirit that gets born again. And God comes and becomes one with him as I've shown you. Are you together? But this soul does not get born again. The thoughts can remain the same. Kamo lukua na na kiburi inezabaki tu. Praise God. If you have a bad attitude, it will remain. If you used to 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 maybe um, uh, think a particular way, it will remain. So what you now do is you begin to take the word of God to renew your mind. Are you together? Romans chapter twelve. It says, "Be ye, be not conformed to the patterns of of this world, but be what." Transform, change by the renewing of your so the mind begins to access information because this is the seat of your intellect. The soul is where your reasoning is. Don't don't forget what I'm teaching you. Where your reasoning is, where your intellect is, where your mind is, where your thoughts are, where your mindset is, where your emotions are. Are you together? Where your will is, the decision-making faculty of you is actually the what? The soul. That's why God can speak to you, speak to you from here, from the spirit man, because he's here. Are you together? But you can choose to disobey where? Here. Because your will must agree with what God is saying. Are you together? So this is where renewal takes place. Now, this man can be born again, but unless this man is renewed, the, this man's life will not change. At rapture, he will go to heaven. But on the earth, unless this man is renewed, this man, this part, the soul is renewed, unless the thoughts change, unless his reasoning changes, amen, Unless his mind changes. Unless he submits his will to God. Unless he subjects his emotions to who? To God. Who is in his spirit? Hallelujah. No change will come here. Let me give you an example. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Let's go there. Then he uses a word. Quickly. He uses a word. He says, behold, all things have become new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 She look, grace for speed. Grace for speed. 2 Corinthians, you're taking me to Samuel. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Alright. He says, all things are passed away. Then they use the word what? All things are become? What does behold mean? See. That seeing takes place here. In the soul. You have to see yourself as a new creature for you to live like a... That's why the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, here, so is. So he can be born again, but here he still thinks like a failure. He will become a failure. He can be born again, he still thinks like a poor man, he will become a poor man. He can be born again, he still thinks that he will never make it, he will never make it. Why? Because the soul needs a renewal. And this is where believers have to subject themselves to the word of God. Are we together? 
Because now, this is where you see, I've been born again for long. Have you heard such things? You may come very many years. I've not seen anything happening in my life. It's because this man was not subjected to renewal, mind renewal. Amen. He wasn't trained. So he never subjected himself to the word of God. Even when God speaks to you, you must interpret it. You must understand it. God can say, go to China. That information will come where? To the soul. Whether you go on foot or on flight or whatever, maybe God can leave that open to you. But as long as you arrive where? So it is your reasoning that will help you. It is your thinking that will help you. It is your mindset. This is actually where unbelief comes from. Unbelief comes here. It's where strongholds come from, in the soul. That God has said, you are blessed. The spirit man does not disagree, he's one with God. But this man, because of how you've lived your life and what you've seen, so much difficulty, this man cannot believe, the soul of the man cannot believe that truly my life will become good. So because of that difficulty, this outward man, Eliot, God forbid, not you, someone else, this outward man, does not experience goodness. Are you together? Because it's a stronghold that has to be subjected to the word of God. It's a thinking. That's why people who read the Bibles occasionally are going to fail. It's true. It's true. You can't read the Bible once a week. You can't come to church and hear God's word once in a month. You are prone to failure because this man has grown up believing other things. He has seen how life is hard. When, when, when he was going, growing up, going to, going to the shop and he wanted soda and maybe your mom said, I can't buy soda because there's no money. That information came to your soul. Your soul began to believe that money can be something that you don't have. But in the spirit man, wealth is here. This is where you are rich. The spirit man thinks like God. God walks in abundance. In heaven, gold is on the streets. Glory to God. There is no thinking of, of lack to God. There is no such thing. There, it is not there. So this man begins to build a mindset. And then this man, on the outside man, now the, the person you interact with, begins to have life that seems so difficult financially. So because God is rich, he says, go and give. This man debates because he believes in how to be rich is to amass. God is telling you, the man who holds becomes poor. The man who's liberal becomes rich. So this man competes. Why must I give? So this man goes to YouTube and looks for pastors who are swindlers. And then uses that, 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 that what he watches to say all pastors are like that. Then the man remains poor. Because the soul, the man is born again. He will go to heaven. But his soul is unrenewed. He's unrenewed. The thinking is in the same. So the life of God, for example, this person says everyone falls sick. That's not true. That's not true. If you fall sick, you have the name of Jesus. If you fall sick or you feel sick, you have the anointing. Praise God. You use that name to make the sickness bow to you. It's true. This is the Christian life. What's the difference between you and an unbeliever? You must have something superior. So this person says, everyone falls. It is because there is no information that is to the contrary to what he believes. There is no vacuum in the realm of the spirit. What you say you don't know, you know something else in the place of what you don't know. There's always an information that you know in the place of what you don't know. So when he says this person is, is, is ignorant, he knows something else apart from the truth. So this man believes, ah, you know life is so difficult. Oh, maybe I will everyone fall sick. So when I come to pray for this man, I have to deal with that unbelief. 
So I teach him the word to believe. But you don't have to live sick. You have power inside you. Then when he believes, the life of God flows from here. Glory to God. Eternal life. Then it comes. This thing is like a valve. Anytime you're thinking differently from God's word, move, move this way. This person is disjointed. So the flow is cut. It can't flow. Anytime, anytime you're thinking contrary to God's word, your mindset is wrong. The flow is what? Disjointed. Remember, the flow of God comes from your spirit, man. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So anytime, it, this, this, this soul is like a valve. This mind, this will and emotions is like a valve. So anytime it wants to bring God's power, it finds a short circuit, unbelief. It finds, it, it finds doubt. It finds wrong thinking. Attitudes are here in the soul. Pride is in the soul. Are you together? Bitterness is in the soul. So anytime healing wants to come, healing, you speak in tongues, healing is, is flowing. It comes and finds what? Unforgiveness. So the flow is cut short. The man remains sick. He speaks in tongues. He comes and finds bitterness. The man remains sick. No matter who lays hands on them. Even though the man carries power. Because the flow, what I will do, I will activate the power of God in you. Praise the Lord. And to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or where do you think? According to the power at work in you, not in me, not in God. Have you ever read that scripture? So God will do exceedingly abundantly above what you ask or think according to the power at work in you. Which is actually, some people say your faith. So God wants to do big things in your life. He, he releases it from your spirit. Because he's there. He comes to your soul and finds a small mindset. And say so it takes 10 years to do these things. So this man's life remains the same. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the soul now has to be toppled and brought unto what? Subjection. Have you ever heard of strongholds? The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Taking captive every thought, bring it under subjection to the obedience of Christ. Strongholds are not spirits per se. They can be brought by them, but they are mindsets, they are reasonings that are contrary to God's word. Someone cannot believe cancer can be healed by God. They don't believe. So we must, it's actually a stronghold. No matter how you pray, they will not get healed. Until this stronghold is removed and the man goes back in line, whether it is cancer, it is AIDS. You know, in this church, we've seen healing of AIDS. Amen. Yes, we have. And I'm not the one who prayed. You can heal the sick. It was my member. It doesn't matter what condition you carry. Because the power of God is not limited. It's the reasoning of man that is limited. The thinking of man that is limited. So God says, I want you to go and do ABCD. Someone can't do it. Why? Because the soul is a stronghold there. He's always thinking he's small. Always complaining. Hallelujah. Is where worry is. Worry is usually there. It attacks your mind. Hallelujah. Praise God. It is here. It's a stronghold. Oh, you never make it. Oh, life is so hard. It is here. So you pray, you pray, you go to church. Nothing happens because your, word, uh, uh, your soul needs the word of God. Ah, let me show you. Please stand there. Today you'll become my 
my props. Turn to the neighbor, say neighbor. Are you getting? Turn to the other neighbor, say neighbor. Are you getting? Right, let's go to the book of James, chapter 1, verse 21. Quickly, James 1, verse 21. Don't forget this verse. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of what? Naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Your soul was not saved. It is perpetually in a, in a cycle of being saved. Your spirit man is one who was saved. This is the real you. But your soul needs to receive the engrafting. This word here means the implanted word. So what saves this soul is the implanted word. So the more you hear the word and do it, the more you meditate on the word and do it, the more you speak the word and do it, this man becomes in line with the spirit. And therefore what you see in the word becomes your life. Someone gives in church. Because God told him, here they are called... They're always complaining. Why are they always telling us to give? Already, there is a, there is a disjoint. So the prosperity that was supposed to flow will never flow, even though they are giving. They don't know that after I give, I should water my seeds. And say, I'm receiving a harvest. In the name of Jesus. My money is working for me. In the name of Jesus. My seeds are producing results. That is how you speak. Complaining puts a disjoint. Don't think prosperity comes from above. It's in you already. It's already here. Let me show you. First Peter. Is it first or second Peter? Second Peter chapter 1. Quickly. Are you getting something? Brothers, don't worry. There's grace for you to stand here. Second Peter chapter 1. Quickly, 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 quickly. Second Peter 1 from verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us. Hallelujah. Through the what? Righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. You cannot see, just listen or look into your Bible. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge. Man, talabaye. No wonder the prayers of Paul are all about knowing that you may know, that you may know, that you may know. Through the what? Knowledge of? So you will not experience grace and peace if this man in the soul does not know. Knowledge must become one thing that you must go for. Next verse. According as his divine power has given to us how many things? How many things? How many things? Has he said will give us or has given us? So God's divine power has given us. Now I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. But my experience is predicated through the knowledge of him. So I will not, I, will, I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. But I only experience all things through the knowledge of him that has called me to glory and virtue. So I must know. Man, Tara, brother, Kazaba. Go to Philemon. Quickly. The Bible says in Galatians 2.20, it says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet no longer I, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. By whose faith? The faith of the Son of God. Take me there first. I want them. Oh, you're there. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, Yes, not, but Christ and the life which I now live, I live in the flesh. By the faith, by whose faith? Is it your faith? So whose faith do you have? Say, I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Go there quickly. Mark 11, 22. Oh, these scriptures are bubbling my spirit. Go there quickly. And Jesus answering, said unto them, have faith in God. Now, this word 
is wrongly translated. It's actually should, should, should read have the faith of God in the Greek. Have the faith of? Because this is where he had cast the victory. And it's withered by the following day. So he says, have the faith of? So God has faith. Praise God. Do you have faith? Yes, you do. Go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 20. Is it verse 20? Next verse. Look at it. Next verse. Quickly, quickly. Next verse. Next verse, verse 22. Let's start there. 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Then what? Uh huh. Yes. What else? Then? Then? Where is faith? In your spirit. Man, Takaba. You have faith. Say, I have faith. I have faith. I do not have a faith problem. I have faith. Romans chapter 12. Verse 3, quickly. Romans 12, verse 3. Romans 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think what? Soberly, according as God has dealt, has given to every man the measure of faith. Say, I have faith. Man, talabaya. So faith is here. It is here. Faith is not a problem. Faith is not a problem. I will show you. Let's go back to that. Second Peter chapter 1. Let's go to verse 3. Faith is already there. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Next verse. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might become partakers of divinity, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through us. Next verse. Beside this, giving all diligence, add to your... You do not have a faith problem. Add to your what? He's talking to men who have faith. Because Peter started by saying, to those who have obtained like precious faith, you have it. You have faith. The faith of God is inside you. You have faith. The challenge mostly is unbelief that is here. It's doubt that is here. Amen. It's wrong thinking that is here. Because when you grow, the Bible says, if anyone is sick, let him call for the elders. The elders are those who have become mature. Because those elders don't need prayer to get healed. It is the ones who need the elders that need the prayer. Now, if you come to the elder and the elder also needs you to pray for them to get healed, what, what, what a disjointed thing. The elder should look for another elder that is higher than him. Praise God. So, when the, never the, there is wrong thinking. Do you see why people can be just for 10 years and nothing happens in their lives? Wrong thinking. And they hear they don't do. Meaning they never believed. Believing is not complete without action. Faith without works is dead. So you can't say you believed if you didn't do. Never say you believed if you didn't do. Never say you believed in love if you never forgive. You don't believe it, you're lying. Never say you believe in God's instruction if you've not obeyed and done it. It's a lie. According to God, after receiving and agreeing, you must do. Then he's pleased. So you can say anything. It doesn't matter. You can say anything you want. But if you have not acted in the spirit, it has not registered. Even though sometimes your agreement, God knows you, means something to him. But you must act on it. Be ye hearers, not, not hearers only, but hearers and doers. Doers of the word. So this is where mindsets are. Someone has grown up suffering. He has never seen a hundred dollar bill. Then he gets a thousand dollars. 
Then God says, go and give it all to pastor. He said, these pastors. It's not me who told you it's God. So, what happens? The reasoning that is here starts debating. Utakula nini? Na rent? Na what? He does not know that the eternal spirit of God, the true source of all creation, the one who owns everything, the one who has told him. He doesn't know. He doesn't know it. The one who owns, what is a thousand dollars? Do you know? The, ah! What is money to God? God is on the street. That's what they step on in heaven. People are, are bribing, corrupting to get gold. Do you hear one day there's a politician who was trying to swindle? The, the prince of Dubai, Sheikh of Dubai. That in heaven, they step on it. That's their flaw. That is their flaw, what they step on. So when God tells him, release it, he says, no, 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 what will you eat? But God said, take no thought what you shall eat, what you shall drink. What you shall wear. For the God, your God in heaven knows you have need of such. He knows it. You think God is wasting his time? He's trying to train you to trust him. He can't train you with small things. He starts with small things, but don't finish there. One man of God went somewhere and preached. And you know, he, 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 he preached in another country. They gave him like five million. Or three million. Then God told him, don't touch it. There's a man of God I'm sending here. Give it to him. He was so angry. He has gone to UK and come back with nothing. Because God is your Lord. He's your boss. You are his servant. You don't tell him. He tells you. Have you heard people say, you know, I told God. You told God. You told God. You don't know God. You don't tell him. You listen to him. You worship him. Glory to God. You ask him. You talk to him. You don't tell him nothing. You cannot command God. He's Jehovah. He commands all creation. All the stars are there because he's told them to, to be there. The water does not come to the earth because he tells the water to stay in the ocean. You cannot tell such a God. He's the one who tells you, has the moon ever fallen on top of your house? It is there because God has said, we are floating in the atmosphere because he has spoken. Because everything in the universe is held by his word. Bible says, by him all things consist. You cannot tell such a God. You can only be told by him. You cannot tell him. The one who God came back, he landed like this in Nigeria to have a connecting flight to his state. He was called by, by another guy. He says, where are you? He's like, ah, you're talking to a man of God like that? He hung up the phone. God told him, call him back and apologize. <laughs> He's your boss. Doesn't matter who you are. No titles in heaven. I tell the bishops to be here. I know there are seats for bishops and prophets. They're there. But the bishops and prophets who served God want to carry title and wore collar. It's not by collar. You'd rather wear collar as you know yourself. Amen. So he said, come. Go to that man's house. He went. He entered the house. And in that house, one of their relatives, I think their son, was lost for many, for, for, for many weeks. So he said, pray for them. So he prayed. This, man, this, 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 this guy was a very wealthy man. And his son was lost for some weeks. I think it was a son or something. He needed prayer for the person to come back. So the man of God prayed. Because God had told him. How to pray? As he prayed, he said, when we finish this prayer, that person will call. You have to know God to be that bold. As he finished, the person called. So I'm coming back. Ah! Celebration. He man of God went there. He entered the, the bedroom. He came back with envelope. No, that was parcel, not envelope. Big. You know, it is envelope, then parcel. Get the man. So the man thought it's maybe something that just given him a gift. So when he went to his hotel, he opened. It was one million dollars. Cash. 
he said, <laughs> he cannot sleep. He could not wait for the following day to connect his flight. So he went to the airport. He said, check in that luggage. He said, I'm not checking in. Let me check in as luggage. Give this money the seat. Me, I will check in. Me, I will go in the machine. You, this one you cannot. Let it stay. Let it enter as me. Me, I will go as the luggage. <laughs> he held it. When he landed like this in his state, the Lord asked him, do you love me? He started saying, I rebuked that voice. <laughs> you know I love you, God. Do you love me? He said, I rebuke it. He's from England. I'll give you like 3 million. Now I have 120 million. That time it's about 100 million Kenya shillings. It has come in one minute. You think you need to save. You, you don't understand God. Saving is a principle. But your prosperity is the blessing of the Lord. Make it rich. That is what God says. Is a what will make you rich is a blessing. Yes, God told him, give it. A million dollars. <laughs> You do love me, say I love you, give it. He gave it. He felt something. Something was moving. From that day, he entered that realm. That's how he bought play. People started bringing him billions. One day, someone called him and said, Pastor, I, I need to see you. Give him like 50 million. Other one gave this one. Started giving him. He doesn't know because he has entered the, the, the dimension God has said. So this man was about to rob him by reasoning. Imagine you've never had a million. Then you get a million. Then God says, go and give it for church so that they can pay for land. See, these people, like, it's not these people. That's why me, I don't even tell you. I allow God to tell you. That's why I, I, I don't. I've ever called you and said, oh yeah, if you don't do it, nah, do it now. Because when he tells you, if you disobey him, it is you, not me. Man, talabaye. If you knew him, one day he told me something. We were praying. He told me, give your wife this money. My wife. I said, Job, is it you say? I gave a dollar. That day, I got a phone call. The money that he brought me, I cannot tell you. So he was teaching me how to activate. He that finds a wife, finds a good thing. And obtaineth favor. That, is, that, that favor must work. I must prosper. So when I released the dollar, Favor started working. Unatesea kwa sababu kuna reasoning nyingi. Mungu alikwambia ufasto kasema iku itaribika kwa fridge. Pena! Pena ni baka kule kuku. What is this problem? Nonsense. What is chicken? Is life about chicken? It's not my chicken. You think it is also with chicken who will enter heaven? Believe God. This year you must bow to God. Ha ya ya. You must not. Let me tell you. You will not see change unless you act. This reasoning will hinder you. Let, it has hindered many people. Forgive your brother. Is this person? Then cancer starts manifesting in the body as a growth, a small itch. Forgive your brother. Lasma apologize. Inafura. Ujui. It is disjointed. You must learn to forgive without apology. Sometimes you must also go and apologize on what's wronged you. That is maturity in Christ. Did you apologize to God before you came to die? Did you contact you and say, if you say, my Paul and Akuja, alikuambia? Who got to mezaliwa? What are you talking about? Wengine wenu mlitembea 20 years kabla mumpate. Na, aku kuwacha, alikulinda. Amen. Then finally, you accepted him. He was waiting for you all the time. Be like God. You are made in his image and likeness. Function like him. 
Operate like him. Walk in love at all times. Always walk in love. Disjointed. One day some people were in church. The man of God said, no one should leave church. Let the spirit of death pass. Hey, they started grumbling. Two ladies. Oh, our parents. Our, our parents are bigger than God. What do you mean? Didn't you hear Jesus Christ at 12? 12. He said, why were you looking for me? Telling his You know, you, you have to have certain guts to speak the way Christ spoke. Telling his mom and dad, why were you people looking for me? What? 12 years old. I'm not talking about at his 18. 12. I'm not a I was about my father's business. And the father is there, Joseph. Your father's business. Why are you disturbing me? 12. Where we imagine to be all work on a combi? It was class what? Class six. I did not have to need in a mammy become a superconnelia to my neck and lost and found. Tulieni. Nikokazi. 12 years old. Boldness. Boldness. That's how you operate. You total, you know, my mom said they if 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 I church the pastor is young, they are not saying jokers. They don't know God. When will my mom tell me not to preach? Which day will it I, Which day will they tell me not to preach? They have to send Jesus himself. Let me tell you. Even angel will appear as I say, is that God sent you to tell me not to preach? Because sometimes Satan can masquerade as an angel of light. Are you sure you are the one? God, if you not do it, I will not serve you. Don't, don't serve him. Mm. You think you are the first one to serve him? Before you were born, there was no service of God? Ah. You will discover. <laughs> there is something called re replacement theory. It's in the Bible. I will teach you. It is there in the Bible. The people who refused, he replaced them. It's like that. He didn't remove them from the world. He just replaced them with someone else. Like Saul. Is God a God of second chances? No, he's a God of many chances. But the chances can expire. Mm. So Saul, many chances, he rejected God. So God brought David. Who can win when God is fighting? Can you win God when he's fighting? People are fighting God by disobedience. Continue. Give this phone to your mother. We have seen what's up enough. What is there? You miss announcement. Don't you know where church is? Don't you have our number? If you need an announcement, you will find us. I'm training you how to function above. Don't resolve. Me, I told you, I have never bought the first phone, first and last phone I bought was in 2011. And I didn't even contribute all of the money. I contributed half. My brother, Haka Jazilia, born as his son. I can know X2, Nokia. How was that? One day I came home, I saw my mom's phone. He said, give your mother. No questions asked, I removed SIM card. Sinaka Maswali, phone mpia, raw, fresh, glory to God. I went, I was going to campus with a SIM card here. If I need money, say, bro. You see, if you don't know, go, you say, I know, I'm at a campus, my parents need to contact me. You have Jehovah God as your father. 
What is it they need to contact you? They've been with you all those years. What are you eating? Look at you. They're believing with you. Go and sit down. I gave I gave it. The phone, I gave it. One day I was preaching like this. A lady, I was preaching in a hostel, preaching. A lady was moved to give me phone. Who said Simu a student? Who said preach was a student? What are you talking about? I was they gave student gave me phone. One then my wife said they gave me phone. It was God was doing it all. Let me say it's not, it's not because you love me. It's beyond that. It's, it is lost of the spirit. One time in school and campus, I had three phones. How many? Three. I had not bought one. Na siku enda town kupatana na 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 top politician. Ah, student on anipea simu. Because I obeyed God. Student. Kama kama donkey nezo ongea. Student atakupea simu. What are you afraid of? Say God, this is my last. Widow of Zarephath. This is my last cruise of oil. If I eat it, as you can imagine, maybe you cannot have a kiss. If I, if come among you, come to me, Zaziwako airtime. To my leg, talk up. Am I your brother? Amen. My last cruise of oil. My last. We are eating, then we are dying. Then the prophet comes and says, "Give me that." Hey, shakaba, kaba. God bless the prophet. Hakuna uruma because uruma itamua. Give me that one. Let me pick it. Na na kula mbele yao. Bona sasa. Na hawana kitu. Nikuje kwako nipate. Umekuja umesema pass kama pray for me. Poverty has given me a long hug and doesn't want to leave me. I enter your house and see you have one chair and one TV. I say give me both. Give me both of them. Give me both. Mataka Some person you're happy. It's because you know the laws of the spirit. Principles must operate. It is you can pray and fast. If you don't give, you no prosper. Who stop? What are you mumbling to say? Not a stone get in. What are you talking about? There's nothing. Uta some assault. Ukuja palaga bagaba. Ushikilia kuchu logo logo. Ukitaka bomo ineti kimbia uruti. Akuna pesa kama ukifu. Uzi chidanga ni yezekani. It's not possible. Aiko. Nakakula mbele yao. So mesama eh, amtoko na food. Anakula. Amtoko na skomobe. Praise God. Anakula tu. Mtoto anawangalia, useme woye. This child because that woye will kill the child. So eat. God is the one who has said it. Glory to God. And you know even him, he had to know God because God has said, I have commanded a widow to feed you there. Commanded. So he came, he found the widow collecting sticks. Which which command is this? I thought I'm going to find a badass. Widows is go up manyama manyama chopana. So you have to insist on God's will. God has said he has commanded you. The man said I'm not aware. Oh yeah, I'll show you awareness. Go and cook and bring it. Is it? Sami, umeenda kwa nyumba ya mshirika. Hana kitu. Mungu anakuambia mwambie atoe TV apeke hapo kwa church toke inside. Usimwone huruma toa. Amen. Must enter? Yes. Enter that realm. Now happened to widow Zarephath, she de Geisha. So why didn't God just do it? If God is all powerful, why didn't he just do it without anything? 
Because his principle is it must leave you first before it comes back to you. There is no other way. You must first lose it to gain. How do you gain your life? By losing. How do you gain things? By losing them. Turn to your neighbor. You enjoy teaching how much you can say. How much you know all of you must prosper. You must. Now you can't say we are prosper in the name of Jesus. We are rich. After confession. Ask God, what should I give you? You know, the other day, yesterday, Friday, with Pastor Vic, Pastor Cheng. Then, of course, when I see my pastor, you have to dash something. So I sold, paid my whatever. Then, Pastor Cheng prayed for us. I know the principle. You cannot pray for me and I look at you and say, God bless you. I'll show you why. Why I do that. My, I, I sent some money as seed just to, to cement what I received. My wife asked me, how much have you given? I said the amount. He said, uh-uh. Marry the right wife. No marry wife who wants you to hold things. He said, uh-uh. That is too small. I said, I think that, that prayer was heavy. Something dropped in the spirit. That's my wife now. I said, I'm adding it now. Say no more. I'm adding it. I'm not need to hear God. God has spoken through your mouth. I will do. I dashed another one. Because by principle, to him that has, more shall be added. To him that does not have, what he has shall be taken. <laughs> A man of God was in his office. Then we can pray. This man of God was in his office. A man came to him with problems. Serious? Pray for me, man of God. Pray for me. I said that. He prayed for him. Serious? After the prayer, the man started leaving, carrying a lot of blessings. Then an angel of the Lord came from above and took the blessing. An angel of the? Thank you very much. He saw it, collected the blessing, and brought it back to the man of God. He asked, What are you doing? The angel said, To him that has, more shall be added. To him that does not have. What, what he has shall be taken from him. So he asked, what do you mean? He said, this man should have given you at least a handkerchief. So that what he has, which is, because what you have is what you give. It's not what you store. So if he has prayed for you, then you release even if handkerchief, that blessing will remain. But by divine order, I cannot allow it to remain. It's not there. It's not, it's not there in the name of the Spirit. So something must come. Because he's praying for prosperity, that man. So, he's violating a law. So he said, he should have even given you a chief. That one will be enough. It will be written in the spirit he has given. So he, he has something. So more should be what? So the man went without blessing. How many people have gone without blessing? He said, Pastor, I need a job. You pray for you, disappear. Don't worry. You don't understand the laws of the spirit. Me, I don't even pray for job. I release job. I don't pray for job. Remember one lady said, Pastor, you know, I've been staying for many years of work. I said, ah. I said, Pastor, you need to pray for me. In
Tia mabado mtakasirika. Tuendele. That that lady said, "You came here. I didn't die kwa." Pastor pray for me. I said, "You need job. Go and apply. You get it." So he called me. You know, said, "Pastor, you need to pray. You need to pray this interview." Can I be honest with you? I didn't pray. I sent her. She got job. She disappeared. I didn't see her for months. That is how the job disappeared. Praise God. Is it, there are laws <laughs> in the spirit. One day we were somewhere <laughs> with my pastor, Pastor Vic, another man of God, was praying for my wife. She's praying for my wife. I'm hearing deep prophecies. I'm saying, ah! Ah, this one must at least dollar. That's how I usually think. I don't start trivializing and say, oh, I'm going to pray for my pastor. I withdrew. After the prayer, I said, Pastor, can I have your number, please? So I asked my pastor, Pastor, sir, can I sow something? And then, Pastor, because you are the one who brought us here to be prayed for. You too. I dash you. Simply because he's the one who brought me there, Pastor Vic. So, me and I have to give him also for, for just bringing me. Amen. What is your son? Understand spiritual laws. Understand spiritual laws. So, nothing can change in your life unless it changes in your soul first. Nothing can change in your outside world unless it is a reality in your soul. As a man thinketh, so is, so is he. Not so will he be, so is. Not so will he be, so is. At that moment, you are what you think. So if you wake up in the morning thinking you are a failure, you are actually a failure. Until you think differently, you become what you think. A man's life is a sum total of the character of his thoughts. A man's life is a sum total of the character of his thoughts. His perpetual thoughts, his mindset, that is who he is. Amen. That's how people have stopped help from coming from them. You are praying, God, cause my uncle to send me a hundred dollars. God, touch my uncle. God doesn't want to use your uncle. He wants to use your neighbor. Like you know, means this ninani. Because you are saying, God give my uncle. Wrong thinking. Touch my uncle. He's a rich man. Touch him to give me a job. So you are now becoming Jehovah of God because you want him to use your way to do something. Amen? Touch my uncle. Move him today. I should disturb the king as he slept. Disturb my uncle today. Then your uncle will come these two months I'll be having good sleep. Are you praying for me? What is that? And God wanted to use your neighbor. Say, man is a spirit. Has a soul. Lives in a body. Open your mouth and pray. Say, Father, thank you for the word. Don't keep quiet. Pray. Say, Father, thank you for the word that you have shown me today. My life shall not remain the same. My life shall never remain the same. In the name of Jesus, I choose to renew my mind with the word. I change my thinking. And I change my speech and I change my actions and I change my life. I refuse to think small. I refuse to think failure. I refuse to worry about tomorrow. I refuse to complain. I refuse to think defeat. 
I think your word. I think your word. I think your word. I talk your word. I live your word.